Hello everyone. Hello again. And uh, today this is my second transmission of Horde. We are going to talk about how beliefs are engineered into the body and why soul, the, why the soul has chosen certain belief systems. So I'll see you at the end, and I hope you enjoy. Greetings. We are Hod, and it is our great pleasure to communicate with all of you today in this manner. How are you doing? Hi, Hod. Uh, we are so honored to have you here. Um, I think it's uh, fair to say that we are all doing great. Uh, thanks for asking, and we are looking forward to your message today. Yes, we will get started with the monologue and then we are going to take questions. Thank you. As you all know that the soul chooses a physical experience like humans or animals or any kind of physical being on your earth or anywhere in the universe is because it is wanting to experience one of the aspects of source or all that is or god whatever you wish to call it when the soul chooses to incarnate physically it agrees to experience only a very specific aspect of source and there could be many reasons why that is so we are not going to go into much detail about those reasons that can be discussed in some other transmission we are more going to discuss about how the soul chooses the belief system based on our observation of transmission of other beings on your planet, we have observed that in order for humans to ascend, while we send our energies and our suggestions to help you on your spiritual path, it is imperative that we also share how you can overcome your current challenges. Because what we have noticed is if you don't know how to rise above your current circumstances, it becomes a lot more difficult for you to stay focused on your spiritual path, which is why we are closely working with the Lemurians to help you understand the soul's purpose, how it is choosing certain belief systems, how you can start using your own body 
to create the kind of realities that you prefer. So when the soul chooses a particular physical experience, it also chooses where it's going to incarnate and what kind of rules of the game it is going to play. Your higher self has agreed to certain rules that all of you share when you are incarnating on earth. Rules like there's going to be gravity, there's going to be weathers, there's going to be certain themes shared by your collective consciousness. And based on what theme you are choosing, you also choose the era when you are going to be born. So in a way, you could say that your choices are based on what theme you are going to explore. So all the information that the soul needs is being derived from the what you called the library or the Akashic records. It contains all the information of whatever any soul needs at any moment of time. It's kind of a library, a huge database of information. And the soul picks and chooses what information it needs to encode in its DNA when it is choosing to be born as a human. Once it has decided what theme it has chosen, it takes certain information it needs to live on Earth and encodes it in the DNA. So whatever theme you have chosen is already there in your DNA and it gets activated when you are pursuing your purpose or your highest excitement because your purpose and your highest excitement are one and the same thing. They are not different. So when you are born, you have already embedded in you certain belief systems which connects you to also other aspects and parallel versions of you who are also part of the same oversoul. Now, to understand everything a little bit from a higher perspective, your oversoul is also experiencing certain themes through you. Your oversoul branches out different souls into different dimensions to experience more of who it is and experiences all those lives parallelly. But for the individual soul, which is an extension of the oversoul, they get to experience only one perspective because that is how it has chosen its life to be. So these belief systems that you are born, it, born with is relevant to your life's theme. Now, the ones that you are born with is influenced by your ancestors, which is why you have chosen a certain line of ancestors. Some of these beliefs are passed down to you physically through your DNA. But then again, you have already agreed to contain those information, which is why you have chosen your line of ancestry. Some of the beliefs also, let's put it in a way that would make more sense to you. Some of the beliefs are connected to your aura with your parallel versions which you refer to as past lives 
those are parallel lives that are being lived within the same oversoul experience. So you are connected to many such parallel lives which you call past lives because you are exploring certain themes which are similar to theirs. And through this connection, you're not only sharing the common belief systems, you are also sharing the common goals, the common trauma, and many other things, which we are not going to go into much details. Some of the beliefs obviously are downloaded into your DNA when you are born, which not necessarily has to be from your ancestors or your so-called past lives or parallel selves. They are downloaded by default. Now, not all of these beliefs are <coughs> pleasant in nature, as you have experienced. Some of them are also created in you, in your childhood, especially when you are more impressionable from your parents or guardians or whoever you come in contact with at that point of time. And those can also influence your brain. They exist energetically in the front part of your brain. So the origins of belief systems could be multiple. But in short, they all reside in your body and in your aura. It is important for you to understand how these things work so that you can change them to your benefits. There are many ways you can do so. A lot of you, even though you understand how parallel realities work and how you can technically jump timelines, a lot of you have difficulties jumping those timelines to a timeline of your preferred reality because of these belief systems that are there. The path of spiritual development comes mostly from a place of self-awareness. Most humans who have not awakened yet do not understand their own motivations as to why they behave the way they behave. These beliefs are not at a conscious level. They are in an unconscious level. And they are motivating each and every of your actions because they serve you in some way or the other. Which is why it is important that you introspect, notice your behaviors and your actions, and notice how you are shaping your own reality. Because when you take control of your life, that you are the one creating your own reality, then you are going to take all the steps necessary to change those belief systems which are creating unpleasant experiences for you. Now, no path is invalid. You can choose to have unpleasant experiences in your life because no matter what path you choose, all paths lead to source. So there is no wrong way. There is no right way either. We are simply sharing this so that your experience in spiritual development is much more pleasant, you could say. So it's just a choice between making decisions that are more 
in alignment with your highest excitement versus the ones which are not. Now, how do you differentiate what kind of belief systems you have? The first thing to notice is your own feelings because those are the radar. Those are what is going to tell you whether you have a belief system that is in alignment with your highest purpose or highest joy or if it is not. So in every action, in every thing you observe, you think, you interact, pretty much you have an inbuilt emotion systems which the soul uses to communicate that it is following its purpose that it chose to experience in this lifetime or if it is not. So pay attention to the emotions you are feeling no matter what you do. Become more <laughs> aware of the body because all emotions manifest in your body if you are feeling sad, if you are feeling angry, if you are feeling any other unpleasant emotions, they will show up in your body. The more you become in tune with this instrument that you have been given, the better is your experience going to be because you will know how to use your body in a way that is in highest joy and alignment with your soul's purpose. So notice your beliefs, notice your feelings. If you are feeling negative any point of time for more than 10 or 15 seconds of your time, then usually it is powered by a belief that is not in alignment with your highest joy. And the moment you feel that way, we would recommend, why do you feel that way? And go deep into asking questions like, how is this a problem? And repeatedly ask the same question until you have uncovered the belief that is causing it. And then you can transmute it. You can change it. Now, there are many ways to change beliefs on your planet. The ones we have noticed are particularly effective are the methods like mental and emotional release, which we have noticed being very effective when this channel has used on herself and on others. There are other methods like theta healing, which are more energetic way of changing belief systems. There are many ways. And the easiest way to understand whether you have really changed your belief system is to notice your behavior and your emotional reaction. If you believe that you are not good enough, then how will you behave in your daily life? How would you behave with your family members? How would you behave if you believe you're not good enough with your children or your colleagues or with your employees or with your neighbor or with your friend or with your financial decisions or with your any other experience in life? 
write down those things and see how you behave when you believe that you're not good enough. And then once you have transmuted this belief, then you can ask how you are going to behave when you truly believe that you are good enough in the same scenarios that we mentioned and compare. Take notes and compare and see how your behavior has changed. Now, a lot of you who are lucid dreaming, meaning realizing that you are dreaming when you are in a dream, you can change your template level reality of what you had planned in this lifetime. And when you do so, that is a direct shift of your frequencies. You can directly jump timelines where you may not or need not do all these belief work manually. Because when you are jumping timelines, you are automatically changing the entire frequency of the body and hence also the beliefs. That is also another permission slip that you can use in your lucid dreams. So all in all, these belief systems, whether they serve you positively or they are not serving you in a pleasant way, whichever way that is, they are all meant to help you experience certain things in your life. And you don't have to accept the core beliefs that you were born with. You can always change them. You all, you all have the power to change your beliefs and hence change the reality that you're experiencing. These beliefs are located in your body. They are located in your DNA. They are located energetically in your aura or above your organs or your body. And this is what we are going to discuss during our permission slip discussion towards the end, where we will help you locate these beliefs in your body. The more you become aware of your body, the more you can notice the emotional responses in your body and where these beliefs are. Then it gives you the power to change it. You can change it in any way, shape or form. Remember, it's always a choice and we understand that it may not always seem easy to change your beliefs, which is why, unlike other beings who recommend quite a few permission slips, we have come through this channel based on our observations that it is really helpful for humans on Earth at this point to take help of your, what you refer to as, therapists or coaches who specialize in these kinds of work so that you are drawn to the one that works for you and actually transmute those beliefs. Given the length of this transmission and the nature of the belief work that it could take, we would recommend that you explore your own ways of working through your belief systems because it is absolutely imperative that you do so at this point of time if you choose to ascend. Every time you are shifting your beliefs, you are shifting parallel realities. So 
pay attention to your body, how you feel around certain people, how you feel around or experience when you're eating certain food, how you feel when you are thinking something, how you feel when you're doing something, how you feel when you're judging someone, how you feel when you're avoiding something or resisting something. Those are the pointers which will lead you to what kind of belief systems you have. It is important that you introspect on them at this point of time and connect more with your body because this is an advanced technology. Your body is meant to do amazing things. Your body was meant to be alive forever. But because of the harmful toxins and belief systems that create a lot of negative emotions in your body, those emotions, when allowed to fester for a long time, eats the body. And despite your body wanting to do its best to keep you alive, it is not able to because these beliefs create long-term emotions, they change your neural structure, they change your chemical structure in the body, which in turn changes your vibration, the electromagnetic frequency that you're emitting, which again makes you susceptible to a very specific parallel earth. So your state of being is important, but we understand that simply trying to change your state of being at the moment may not be enough. While you are doing so, while you are choosing to change your state of being at all times, we would also ask you to work on these beliefs which are much more in the unconscious and subconscious levels. And they operate very silently. Sometimes you will have beliefs which you don't even know you have because the conscious mind thinks, oh, I don't think I believe this, but your unconscious mind does. So pay attention to your body. That's the way you can start tracing those beliefs. And try to replace the ones that are not so pleasant in nature or doesn't make you feel good with the ones that make you feel good. Because that would also increase the longevity of your body, the health, reduce those unpleasant emotions in your body, and hence your overall quality of life would also improve. That would also prepare your body to activate your hidden capabilities that you all have. So just like this channel is sharing our message with you, because we did some upgrades to this channel's body so that she is able to perceive us and share what we have to share. Similarly, your psychic abilities or any special abilities which are dormant currently will have an easier time to activate if you become more and more aware of your body and what it can do and what it's capable of doing. So we would be focusing more on the human body and how you can use your body in a way that you are able to manifest whatever you desire, transmute any darkness into light, and 
ascend as soon as you can. Some people who do not trust technology, it is okay if that's a path you choose. But remember, the body is also a technology. If you do not wish to use any external technology for ascension, which we discussed in our last transmission, you can also use your body instead in many different ways. The more you connect with your body, the more you are going to discover the marvelous things it is capable of doing. Because the body itself has its own consciousness, which is very different from the soul's consciousness. So this is what we have to share at this point of time. And towards the end, we are going to show you how to detect your belief systems in your body. We would be now open for questions. Thank you, Ho. This was uh, amazing. Um, before I let uh, Leticia uh, ask her questions, I would uh, also like to ask, when you mentioned uh, that uh, we enter a lucid dreaming state where we can change the template level of reality, um, is it okay and fair to say that that's the state of hypnosis and uh, hypnosis can be a good tool for changing our beliefs in such a way? and jumping parallel realities? We would say it like this. When you are in lucid dream, your physical mind is in the delta wave state, mm. which is much slower than the theta wave state, which is achieved through hypnosis. Mm -hmm. Most people are induced to alpha or theta brain waves when they are in hypnosis. Whereas in lucid dreams, your brain is in the delta wave, which is much slower. That is how you could differentiate. So lucid dreams, in a way, you could say is slightly different because you're having your entire experience in the spirit realm. You are more getting in touch with your real self, your higher self in a lucid dream. And this experience is happening. Let's just put it in the astral realm. Whereas when a person is in a state of hypnosis, they are to some extent still aware they are not in deep sleep or unconscious. So when it comes to belief system, what we have noticed is if you don't find out how a limiting belief is serving a purpose and not finding a way to replace that purpose, even through hypnosis, it might be difficult to fully eliminate it. Because even beliefs which feel unpleasant, like I am not worthy or I am not good enough, these kinds of beliefs, they are serving some purpose for that person. All beliefs serve some purpose. And it is in a twisted way, staying in the body more because the person unconsciously feels that he or she cannot meet their own needs if they don't have this belief. This is how the belief self perpetuates. So if you can find a way to replace 
disbelief with a new one which meets the same needs the same ways it was serving that person you can change beliefs in hypnosis so that is kind of a pre-work you could say to release the resistance in a person before you put them into hypnosis does that answer your question yes thank you very much um so now i'm going to like leticia she asked her question leticia can you unmute yourself and ask your question please um seems like she's gone so i'm going to uh read her question okay her question is this i discovered that i could talk to my body cells to direct it toward what i wanted and that they are conscious i feel that when i do that i'm communicated with gaia mother earth herself can you expand on that yes your cells do communicate with you each and every cell creates its own thought forms usually when you are in complete and total alignment with yourself all the cells in your body will have the same thought which is what makes manifestation very fast but most of the time because you have belief systems that are holding on to negative beliefs in your body certain parts of your body will have a group of cells which are holding on to the trauma or the negative emotions and the belief is rooted in that trauma it gains its power its strength from that so then this part of the body this group of cells produces a different form of thought which are different from the rest of the body and when you have experienced a lot of trauma or you have a lot of negative emotional experiences which you perceive as negative there are fragments and fractures in the alignment so now there are different groups in your body which are having different thought forms of its own different groups of cell and this is what creates the conflicts the inner conflicts the fragmentation of parts and many other problems so when this person is talking with each and every cell of their body they are truly connecting with each and every cell's consciousness and what she feels gaia coming through is what you could say the gaia consciousness speaking through her so that is an ability she has unlocked for herself because she had started connecting with her body more often than not and in this way she is discovering more and more connections that she already has with other beings and she's going to discover even more the more she connects with her own body this is why we say it is imperative that you connect with your body because all the things that you are meant to do starts from here you have all the information from here 
Awesome. Thank you. Uh, Leticia, I read your question because you were gone. If you have any yep. other additional question, please go ahead and ask. And everyone else, uh, please put your questions in the chat box if you have any. If not, we have plenty of more to ask. So. Okay, yes, I do have just uh, one more statement to share and hear from Hod. Thank you for the answer. I was able to get the end of it. I uh, will for sure watch. Um, my internet disconnected, but I'm back. And um, just following up with, you know, this process that I've been going through, um, through my body, that's how we started. Um, I uh, realized and the way I am experiencing reality anymore and right now is I don't have a difference between physical and spiritual anymore. So I see the body as spiritual and the physical as it is spiritual. That is how I'm experiencing the physical uh, experience, which there's no more difference anymore for me. Um, so what is your question? Yeah, no, if that's the right way to go. <laughs> yes. I'm, yeah. Yes. The more you become awake, you will notice that there is not much different between the physical reality and the dream world, both will start merging at some point of time, the more you are increasing your awareness, because both will start feeling like a dream at first. And then eventually, when you have become completely awake, you will be spending more time in your spirit realm and feel that as a reality, and this physical experience more as a dream. So you're yeah. already starting to experience that. Yes. And um, so through that process, I learned how to trust uh, all the messages that come from within me more than uh, seeking uh, outside. And the last time that I connected uh, through my body, I asked, you know, who am I connecting to? And I received the the the, the answer, uh, cosmic mother, and I'm like, that can't be it, you know. And I'm like, why not? Yes, yes. And then and then that was the answer. And then she's like, why not? Why I'm gonna exclude you? Like uh, that doesn't make sense. So that was exactly the answer. I was like, why not? So that was a really important moment and. Um, and at this it is. Process, the more you're connecting with your body, the more you are going to discover the other connections that already exists. Yes. So this is just a start and trust this process. Don't doubt it. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Leticia. That was enlightening. Uh, Mary, uh, Mary, can you please unmute yourself and ask your questions? Yes. Hello. Uh, thank you. Hello. Uh, thank you. This is so amazing. Thank you. Um, my question is, can you please tell us which kind of therapy forms or methods are most suitable on a general term for transforming negative beliefs into positive ones or at least into ones that don't uh, 
stop us anymore. There are many, many modalities, many modalities through which you can transmute your beliefs. The ones that we have seen are effective is one of them that we have already mentioned is mental and emotional release by Dr. James Matt or theta healing. Now, depending on what you are drawn to, we would suggest that you move towards something that you are more drawn to instead of simply accepting our recommendation because what you're drawn to is going to work for you effortlessly. There are many other forms of therapy, but what we have noticed is while therapy is excellent when it comes to working on your trauma and finding an effective coping strategy, belief systems are something totally different. There are many therapies like the internal family systems, which allows you to integrate the fragmentation that you have experienced. So we are going to say it like this. When we said that a different group of cells have a different group, a different train of thought as compared to the other group of cells in your body, it is usually caused by a fragmentation, a fragmentation or compartmentalization, as most of you call it when you are not able to handle a specific situation in your life and you shut down one part of you. So that trauma doesn't go away. It's simply dormant and stored in one part of the body and it still has its own consciousness and interferes with your decision and creates conflict. So to experience more unity consciousness, you need to first unite all these conflicting parts together, make them merge and become one whole being so that all parts of your body have the same thought alignment, because that will rapidly accelerate your manifestation abilities. So internal family systems is one of the therapy modality that explores and integrates this. There is also what you refer as NLP and parts integration, which allows you to do this for belief systems, we have already mentioned two different methods. And there are many more which we would urge you to explore on your own. Does that serve you? Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Mary. Um, James Pierce, please uh, come unmute yourself and ask your question. Thank you. Welcome, James. Hello, and thank you so much for the, uh, the the address today. It's really, really fascinating, and just at the right time, I feel. <laughs> um, my Absolutely. my question, my my question is really trying to understand a little bit more about where these thought forms come from that we interact with. Because, for example, I had an experience um, not too long ago where somebody near where I live. Kind of left a rude note on my on my garage and i just finished doing a meditation course at the time so i remember seeing it and i could feel like this bad energy coming up from the ground almost into my body um but then i noticed it 
which caused it to sort of drop back into the ground and it literally felt like it was running back down my legs out of the body completely and then I walked away completely untouched by those that that sort of energy um so that felt like an external interaction with a thought form outside of myself and yet on the other hand we're taught that you know we create our own reality and we're in a sense walking around our own consciousness um all, all the time because we live within it can you just give us a little reflection on perhaps the difference between those two um sides if you see what i mean when you say two different sides are you referring to the thought forms you are constantly creating or are you talking about your experience we would ask you to be a little bit more specific in your question yeah i i guess i'm trying to understand what why for example that experience felt like the thought form was coming from outside of myself um where on the other hand in the context of understanding your own reality yes yes exactly yeah so when you are creating your own reality remember the souls that you're encountering they are real souls they are not made up when we say you are making your reality you are co-creating your reality with the other souls they are also having their own experiences so what you experienced was a thought form created by them now when we say you're creating your own reality what we mean is you're attracting the kind of souls that are required to help you realize more of who you are and this experience has helped you to realize that you are in control and you have the power to reject any other thought forms or energies that is not in alignment with you which probably you did not know you could do in the past yeah so so that was an external thought form in a sense yes it was not created by you even though it's part of the reality you have created but remember this reality was created by you to help you realize that this is who you are that you are capable of rejecting thought forms that are not in alignment to your highest good so it served that purpose yeah i understand much more clearly now thank you very much indeed we would also elaborate a little bit on your or in general thought forms in general yeah. so everything is made up of source consciousness you and the objects that you're creating the reality you're creating everything around you has a consciousness because everything is made up of the same material what is the source material you also share that same material to put it in a very blunt way so when you are thinking something you are feeding your energy into creating or manifesting what you want this is how you are manifesting so when you think you create a thought consciousness what is called as thought form now when the thought is weak or not thought often very frequently that thought form is like a ball of cloud which is which can dissipate very fast because it you have not put in much thought energy or your energy into it but when you are repeatedly thinking the same thing over and over again you're feeding it energy 
and it is becoming stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and that is creating the reality that you are experiencing so a clairvoyant will be able to see that the entire human aura is filled with so many thought forms and the more negative thought forms you have the more negative realities you are going to create which is why we are helping you understand your body your aura and exert more control over your thoughts this is what the soul when it dies realizes because every time it thinks it manifests instantly there is no time lag so as to say and hence the soul learns a hard way to learn to control its thoughts so similarly whenever you think something it is manifesting but since this is a physical reality you are not experiencing it immediately so be very careful of the thoughts you think because they have a consciousness and they are creating your reality when many people think the same thoughts it becomes what you call as egregores which is like massive clouds of thought governing an area or sometimes even a country sometimes even the world that is the collective consciousness of humans having the same thought and when a thought gains that much power it can influence humans to think about it a good example was the covid egregore which was there in pretty much all the country it was made out of fear and no matter where it was it made people think only about covid now that thought form that egregore had lost a lot of its power because there are other counter thoughts that were produced that made it weaker and people stopped thinking and feeding more energy into covid so it became weaker but once thought forms gain that kind of a consciousness it can influence you and make you think whatever it wants to think when you take birth you choose which version of earth you want to be on and what kind of egregores are going to be on it so this is what we have to say at this point of time thank you oh, this was very informative thank you um okay let's move on so far we don't have new questions in the chat so i'll ask one of mine if that's fine <laughs> so my question is kind of related to james uh, maybe uh, and it's uh, our implants methodology, how certain beliefs are programmed and installed into our technology. Also, many people report physical implants in various parts in the body and they don't know how they got them. Are these implants also related to our beliefs and manifestations? Who places those implants in our body? Why and how they're placed? Maybe on astral level? And uh, if our human version of self doesn't know about them and don't remember how we got them, then who is really in charge and what aspects of us agree to this implanting we would take one question at a time could you repeat the first question sure the very first one uh, are implants methodology how certain beliefs and programs are installed into our body technology and mind when you use the term implant we understand it in a very different way so beliefs are not implanted in your body so as to say you have agreed to have them in you they are not implanted in a way sometimes when you are in your childhood you are 
emulating your parents, your parents' belief system can be transferred to you because you as a soul accept them, which is why you have chosen to be born to those parents. Also, some traumatic incidents could make you believe something that is not true. So when it comes to belief, they are not technically implanted in your body. It is something you have accepted and which is why you have the control to even change it. There is something else we would like to talk about implants. If you are part of the hybridization agenda or have some kind of soul agreements to get those implants, even though your conscious mind will not be aware of implants, you might get them from your spirit guides or other beings, but those are not, or they don't have to do anything with the belief system because those are soul level contracts. They are meant to help you in different ways and you can choose to reject it if you wish. So that is very, very different from belief systems. Does that answer that question? Yes, it does, but there are also negative implants as well that people kind of report that they have problems with. So I was just curious. Can to you give examples? Well, just from many books uh, that I was reading, what people were saying, like uh, that they got implants into their heads and different parts of the body, that their body didn't um, accept properly, that they didn't know why they got them. It just influenced them in a bad way. So that's something I was curious about. If you have fear-based understanding of implants, it's not the implant that is creating the problem. It is the fear-based reaction to the implant that is causing the problem. If they understood where the implant is from and that no implants can be made to the body without the permission of the higher self, they would see it from a different perspective. This is where the belief systems come into picture, where no matter what you get, you can transmute it into something positive. If such people change their perspective around the implants, they wouldn't have those kinds of reactions which were unpleasant to them. Okay, thank you. Uh, Vincent, uh, can you please uh, unmute yourself and ask your question? So I'll uh, read the question instead of Vincent because he's silent. How can long-term health conditions treated with drugs be changed? That is stuck belief structures moved to allow the body to heal itself. When, when you are creating illnesses in your body, remember, it's not happening consciously because nobody would create illness in their body consciously. Every illness is serving a purpose and every illness has or is powered by a specific belief system. There has been much written about illnesses in many books. So when you are taking drugs, you feel that that's the only way you can work on the illness. Whereas if you simply remove the belief or the emotion that created the illness or the fragmentation of your psyche that created the illness, the illness will disappear on its own instantly. 
a lot of you have beliefs that my illness cannot be cured instantly, which is why it takes you a lot more effort to cure them. So you can cure your illness with drugs. But if you have not worked on your belief system, it might have a remission. Is that what you were asking? Well, we seems to not to be here, uh, but uh, maybe I would like to ask additional questions. So theoretically, if we would have a very strong belief, positive belief, yes, I can heal instantly. Uh, if we cultivate it, let's say, is that really enough to cure ourselves? If there are conflicting beliefs that is serving you, then you can heal yourself instantly but the illnesses will still be created so it's more like you're creating illnesses and then you're using that belief to heal yourself also so we would suggest to not even have beliefs which create illnesses the more you become aware of your body the more you become aware of why you want a certain illness the easier it becomes for you to heal yourself and not even create illness in the body in the first place. Thank you. Um, James, um, James, can you please unmute yourself and ask a question? It's, uh, we have similar questions today. I'm also curious how we can maybe more go into the Delta state, but please go ahead, ask yourself. Question. Yeah, so I, I was, um, I, I do lucid dream quite a bit and they seem to be a mixture of me messing about in the astral and having experiences with my star family and hybrid children. Um, but my question is how, if you could give a little bit more detail on the process that I could follow um, to look at it and change some of those things on the template level to help me um, move to preferred realities. Sure. So before you even go to the loosest trait, lucid state when you are conscious align your thoughts and ask yourself what is my preferred reality what would i want or desire to be or become so when you are focusing on who do you want to become your preferred reality you can write down or think or visualize in greater detail as to what your life is going to be when you become that person and when you have sufficient clarity and details in your imagination or in your writing as to what you truly desire you can set an intention before you go to sleep that i would like to have this reality placed in my lucid dream say that silently in your head or maybe loudly multiple times like 20 times that i would like this to become my reality and i would like to make this change in my lucid dream when you repeat the same thought it becomes stronger its power becomes stronger so even when you are in the lucid state this thought form will still accompany you and in your dreams, then you can simply manifest that preferred version of your reality. You can simply have the same thought as to what you wish to become, how you want your life to become. 
and change the template. So different people are going to have different experiences in their lucid dream. When you have simply set this intention to become this, whatever needs to happen or change will be presented to you in a way that you will unmistakably understand that, okay, this is what I need to do in my dream to be able to manifest that reality. So go with the flow, see what comes up and what changes you can make into your template reality, your template blueprint this way. Thank you very much. Thank you, James. Thank you. Uh, guys, if you have more questions, please ask them in the chat box. Uh, in the meantime, I'll go with some other questions that we have. Um, so the question is this. Um, you said that our soul uses body as a technology to have a certain experiences. On the other hand, Jesus and many other masters teaches our, that body is ego, basically. It's the product of ego. When we talk about body consciousness, are we talking about ego consciousness, if there is such a thing at all? And also, uh, does our soul works with our higher mind or ego mind once we are incarnated? And can you please elaborate um, about the correlation between soul, ego, and the subconscious mind? Uh, both subconscious we mind and- We will take one question at a time. So please repeat the first question. Um, you said that uh, our soul uses body as a technology to have certain experiences. But Jesus and many masters says that uh, the body is the product of the ego. So is there such yeah. a thing as ego so, consciousness? So the body consciousness is engineered for survival. It is given the duty to keep you alive. That is why your lungs are breathing on its own because it has its own consciousness. It doesn't wait for your conscious instructions. Same with your digestion or anything and everything that your body is doing when you're not even paying attention to it. Your body's sole purpose is to keep you alive and what these ascended masters have referred to as ego is this body's consciousness which does not have a higher understanding of the soul's purpose. So if you have traumatic experiences or beliefs that are engineered into the body, it will interfere with your soul's purpose saying that, oh no, if you do this, it's not going to keep us alive because that's its sole purpose. So. This is what has been referred to as ego. The ego is it's in itself not bad. It's trying to protect you and keep you alive. The more you connect with the body, the more it will become obedient, you could say, because then it will understand that you are not threatening its existence or interfering with its job of keeping you alive it can then freely share its opinion and you can find a way to work with it instead of resisting it or shutting it down. Most of the problems that have happened with most humans on earth is you are shutting down the ego, you're not listening to your body, you're not connecting with your body, you're not paying attention to it. Now, while the, while the soul has chosen the body to experience itself, 
you have to respect the wishes of the body too. This is how you master your reality, where your body's consciousness is in 100% alignment with your soul's purpose, which is why we are asking you to connect with your body in a more loving way instead of judging it as having negative intentions or ego and whatnot. It is doing its best to keep you alive. So connect with it like a friend and you are going to experience marvelous results that assist in your soul's journey. Thank you. Um, thank you very much. Um, this was quite enlightening. So um, is there anything else you would like to elaborate between the connection um, of subconscious mind and soul? It seems like both of them are memory banks of our experiences. Uh, so how they actually correlate and what we can learn today about that correlation? There are three layers in which your mind works. A conscious mind, which you are already aware of, which makes all your conscious decisions. The subconscious mind is more like a filter. And it filters what needs to be experienced at that moment. Your unconscious mind is where your higher mind has much more say. We wouldn't call it as a memory bank while your brains and minds can store memory it was not originally purported to store memories your neural structures are meant to snap into place and dynamically rearrange themselves so that it can tap into the here and now consciousness and download the information that it needs so Technically speaking, if you really want to remember something, what you are doing is you're asking your neurons to create a certain vibration through which you can download certain information from your parallel self. That is what you mean as accessing memory. We just wanted to clear that out. Mm -hmm. Now, the connection between the subconscious and the soul, the soul operates on all level because it is all encom encompassing. So... The soul can use any of these minds to create whatever it wishes or it wants. So it doesn't matter what instrument it uses. Its primary communication is through your feelings. So pay attention to positive feelings because that is a soul's way of saying that this is the right path. A negative emotion is a soul's way of saying, no, that is not the right path. Thank you. Uh, Mary, can you unmute yourself and ask your question? Yes, hi. Um, I, I, ha I have this question and this has oh, been in my mind for a long time now. When we talk about our bodies, we, we also say my body is like this, my body, X, Y, my body, but isn't my body isn't that me i um it, it's like i talk about my body in the third person and i'm not the only one who does that but i mean 
isn't it that our bodies are also ourselves actually your body is an instrument of the soul so think of it in this way this is say your hand but the hand is part of the body is the entire hand you can you say that this hand is me no right because this is not the whole of you there are other aspects of you so the body is just one of the aspects of you but you are not the body the body is a part of your entire aspect it's one of the instrument that the soul is using to experience itself there are the astral auras and many other things that are also part of you and creating your experience so each one of those parts make you as the whole being that you are you are not just your body and this is where most problems happen because this is a visible instrument that you can see so you start associating yourself with the body and body alone but that is not your only identity and most of the time when people refer to not giving in to the body's impulses is because the body because it has its own consciousness will have its own impulses that may not be in highest alignment of the soul which is why connecting with your body allows you to understand why such impulses are happening when you are doing therapy work or integration of parts or belief work on yourself you are bringing your body more in alignment with your soul's purpose so that there is less and less of conflict and you don't have to literally control your body's impulses anymore because now it has become your friend and assisting you does that answer your question yeah it gave me i i i knew that but it still your answer gave me a new perspective more clarity thank you mary uh james uh, you can unmute yourself and ask your questions and after that we have vincent vincent be ready this time <laughs> um but um you were talking a very you touched upon very briefly um the different parts of ourselves like that in the astral could you just go a little bit more detail about the different levels of us um because i i'm always wondering like what part of myself i become lucid or conscious within when i'm um, having various different experiences on on different levels could you just go into a bit more about the different levels and their purpose please you have infinite dimensions and you are always traveling to those dimensions in your dream state body is one aspect of you there are what you regard as the other dimensions where you are present and operating on which you are not consciously aware of those layers are usually referred to be as part of your aura so you have you could say the higher soul is a container within the higher soul there are many other layers and within those layers 
is the physical body. So the physical body is the densest portion of your experience. Right after that, there is the etheric body. Then there is the astral realm or the astral aura, which you experience in your dreams. Then there is a mental body. Then there is a spirit body, which kind of is the outline of the soul. And then there are more dimensions outside of it. So those are also aspects of you. And you are constantly shifting through each one of these layers. Even when you are awake, your higher soul definitely is interacting with other beings and moving through these dimensions and having experiences while you are doing your earthly things. That makes up you as you because you are also source, an aspect of source. So you have as many infinite dimensions as source has. You have infinite layers of complexities within you. The reason we don't go into those details is it is much harder to maneuver those layers, at least in the awake state. The more you have mastered your dream state through lucid dreams or astral travel, the more you are going to discover those aspects of you. In fact, if you are in a lucid dream, you can convert that into an astral experience, astral projection by saying, I command this to become my astral projection. And then even a simple thought form of experiencing, who am I? Show me who am I? Will show you all the aspects of you. Because in lucid state or in astral state, thoughts manifest instantly. So you'll get all the answers of the kind of experiences you want to have and also all the aspects of you. What about the causal body? I've heard uh, some people talk about that. It is one of the auras or the dimensions. Uh, one of the auras, okay. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, James. Uh, Vincent, can you please unmute yourself and ask your question? Yeah, g'day. Um, my question was, you said you're an archetypal consciousness. Is that based or limited by the beliefs of presumably the humans on the planet? Or how do no. you relate to source? No, we are not created by the collective consciousness. We have been here before even humans took birth. We are one of the aspects of Gaia that we chose, that she chose to experience in this version of parallel Earth. And there are many other such archetypes that exist on your Earth. We are here since Earth has become physical and we assist every being on earth every kind of consciousness based on whatever the need is at that hour thanks yeah. how much time has passed 
Really, you're muted. Oh, sorry, sorry, I was muted. Uh, so it has passed one hour and 20 minutes. And uh, would you like to take more questions or? We will take a few more questions and remind us after 10 minutes, we will move to the permission slip. I will. Let's make a quick plan. I will ask one question that will correlate with the Vincent one, which was uh, posted on the Facebook, and then Jeanette can come up and ask her questions, and then we can uh, continue with permission slip. So the question from the Facebook group was uh, why uh, you have chosen that name, so how it correlates to what you just said to Vincent. The correct pronunciation of our name is Hood. That is how we pronounce because our name has a very specific frequency. You can use this specific frequency to connect with us in your meditation. So this frequency is what created us and this frequency is what we operate on and this frequency is who we are. Wonderful, thank you. Uh, Jeanette, uh, Nielsen, please unmute yourself and ask your question and um, then I'll remind Lumita to continue with permission slip. Hello everyone, hello Hood. Thank hello. you so much for being here and answer our questions. So I have a question. Before that, I want to have a little bit of background and uh, that is, um, I've been very sick in post-COVID for three years now. And so I were in a group where they were talking about smart bodies and or our smart bodies. And so <clears throat> that made me think that I could actually help my own body to get more healthier again. Uh, so I started to talk to my smart body two times a day. And what uh, do you mean by smart body? Because your bodies are pretty smart anyway. Yeah, I, yeah. That was just uh, because I feel that it's it's it is as you said before. It has a consciousness, and it's smart, and so that's why I'm referring it to a smart body. And right. so I'm talking to my body twice a day. And, uh, and that is because I want to get younger and also that I want to get healthier. So I say to my body, my smart body, stop aging. And instantly I can feel like, you know, something happens in my body every time I say stop aging. Yes, because your cells are responding to your command unless there are subconscious or unconscious beliefs which are in conflict with that desire that you have. You can program your body. Yeah, and so my belief is that I think I cannot change instantly that my belief is that I need to have this certain time that I will get healthier, that I will get younger, because I feel I've been 
uh, aging a lot these three past years when I've been very sick. So that's my belief that it cannot, my body cannot change instantly, that it has How to is be that over belief serving you. How is that belief serving you in a positive way? It's, it, it is in a positive way because if it would um, change instantly, I think I would get crazy. So, uh, why do you believe you are going to become crazy? Because how the is belief, that belief? How is the belief that you will become crazy if you change instantly serving you? Because I, my belief is that it's not possible to change uh, change the body instantly. So that's no, no. why. No, no. The belief of it is going to make you crazy if you instantly change. It is a different belief on its own and it is serving a different purpose. So what purpose is that belief serving? How is it helping you? What would happen if you instantly change to being your young self? Um, that's a tricky question. Um, as I said, I, I don't know what would happen, of course, but my belief yes, is that do. it's not possible, you know, to to get younger or healthier that quick. That it needs to get about, you know, a year or something that I would So be... that is another belief system. So yeah. when you are sharing this with us, we can see how the beliefs are layered into each other. And this is what you can consult with a specialist or an expert who can help you unravel why you are holding on to these beliefs. Because all of these are serving you in a way that you are probably not aware of. So the more you become aware of how these are serving you positively, the more you can meet those same needs through other means and replace them with a positive belief. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much for your insight in this. Thank you. Sure. All right, I just want to set um, the reminder that it's time for permission slip and I want to thank everyone uh, for asking their awesome questions and thank you so much for providing us with this amazing guidance and wisdom. So please continue. Thank you. It also allows us to learn what you need at this point of time so that we can send our energies that is in alignment with your highest good, which is why we feel this is what we enjoy doing, with, which we enjoy helping you with. So now we are going to discuss about the permission slip, which is connecting with your body and finding out what belief systems you have in your body. Some of you may not have done this before. So as a preparation, we would ask you to put all your devices on an uninterruption mode and start taking deep breaths, 
deep belly breaths count 5 when you are breathing in count till 5 five counts breathing in then hold for hold your breath for a count of 3 and then again release or exhale for a count of 5 then again hold for 3 counts this completes one cycle this is called 5353 breathing so when you are inhaling expand your belly and do 5 rounds of this breathing the channel will also do it so you can do it on your own right now to prepare yourself to actually practice this permission slip with us deep breath in and start your breathing cycles now now while you are relaxing your body notice the current sensations in your body what sensations do you notice become aware of all parts of your body starting from your toes your ankles your calves your knees your thighs your hips your pubic areas your back your stomach your chest upper back and neck throat hands and fingers the face the back of the head the top of the head become more aware of your body and continue taking deep breaths now when you are trying to find your beliefs in your body since you are doing it for the first time when you are asking yourself a question notice how the answer is presented to you it can be presented as a sensation in your body it can be presented as an imagination as an image it can be also presented as a sound or a smell or a voice it can take any shape or form just pay attention to how the answers appear in your body you can either check for any beliefs that you already know you have or you can 
check for the beliefs that we are going to say now. So take deep breaths and ask yourself, where is the belief that I'm not worthy located in my body? Some of you may even get answers that are in your aura, not even in the body. So don't be surprised if the answer or the location is outside your body. How are the answers presented to you? Notice that. Now, check for another belief. Where? is the location of the belief that I don't belong in my body. Where is this belief located? Some of you may have the belief located in multiple parts and not just one part. So don't be surprised if you get multiple answers. Now, ask yourself, where is this belief that I am not loved located in my body? If a specific belief is not present, then you are not going to get any answers whatsoever. So don't fret if you are not getting any answers. So this was a short exercise. You could also play around with this permission slip. You can ask yourself, what kind of beliefs do I have in my body which are not serving me? And notice what comes up. Then you can ask them for their location if you wish to. When you connect with your body in this way, you become more aligned with what your body is more capable of doing then you can also start asking, how is it serving you? And in which ways can you let it go while still meeting the needs it was serving? Your body will start connecting with you more and give you its answers. For every person, this is going to be different. So this is how we are going to end our session today. It was our highest joy and excitement to connect with all of you today in this way and form. We thank you for this co-creation and good day. Thank you very much. This was really great. <laughs>
<laughs> How did it go? Awesome. Thanks so much. <laughs> it's really informative. How did you like, guys? Very yeah. much. Very much. It's very insightful. I uh, did you uh, chills constantly. Felt like I was connected uh, to them, like presently, like feeling their presence, and it was so beautiful. I uh, really relate to that energy, and I'm so grateful, Mumita. Thank you. Thank you. What about others? I would love to hear your experiences. How did you feel when you were doing the permission slip? Yeah, no, it was it was amazing. The whole thing. Thank you so much. I could also feel energies coming through, and the permission slip was interesting. I found places where, that I wasn't expecting, um, and I just allowed for whatever to come in and tried not to judge, you know. But um, I, yeah, it was really amazing the the content and the, the detail that was explored today. So thank you so much. Thank you. I mean, uh, I really love the questions uh, that were asked. I really appreciate it. Um, it also helped me discover a lot of things that I didn't know. So every time you ask a question, it allows me also to expand uh, my knowledge base. So thank you for co-creating this.